0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Surviving Empathy. I am your host, Brian Russell of Chef Bry Comedy. You can reach me at all of my socials at Chef Bry Comedy. That's Chef B-R-Y Comedy at Twitter and Instagram. And today, I wanted to talk about something that's very relevant to me, which is uh, insecurity and self-esteem and how do you learn to not care so much what other people are thinking and how do you, you know, how do you dance like nobody's watching? Because yesterday I listened to one of my podcasts and uh, I felt very weird about it, and I, I was beating myself up about it. And uh, yeah, so this is a great one that's relevant to a lot of people right now. So buckle up, get your favorite beverage, and let's get started. Hello, guys! Welcome to another episode of Surviving Empathy with your host Brian Russell of Chef Bride Comedy. You can reach me on all of my socials at Chef Bride Comedy. That's Chef B-R-Y Comedy. And today, I want to kind of take a quick step back. Um, I've been reassessing my podcast, and I got really self-conscious and insecure yesterday. And I think it was a little bit to do with uh, just being overly tired. Um, But I I was very self-conscious for the First time in quite some time. I was, I thought I was putting out good work. And then, you know, I, I go over my podcasts and I re-listen to everything. And then I start noticing everything wrong with it rather than what's right with it. And uh, so today, to help me through this, because, um, <laughs> again, uh, I don't get famous celebrities yet. So <laughs> you'll have to forgive me with that. But um, today, I have better than a celebrity... My wife, Rebecca Russell. Say hello, please.
1: Hello, everyone.
0: So, she helps us with my uh, episode on the paranormal and cryptids. Um, and, and the reason why I wanted to bring her on to this specific episode is because um, I'm feeling just so very vulnerable these days, you guys. I just want you guys to love me, okay? Okay. Um, no, the truth is, is that I, I want to put out good work and um, I'm just yesterday I was overly tired and it's because we have, um, as anybody who's been following knows uh, on my social media, uh, we've been having tree people come with their chipper shredders and they're taking down the the foliage and the loose leaves and the overgrowth and everything and they turn on their chipper shredder uh, and like... You know, nine o'clock in the morning and I'm still sleeping. And, uh, uh, you could probably guess that I, I'm not an early riser. <laughs> I used to be, um, but these days, uh, daddy needs his sleep, you know, and, um, I just, I was, I was overly tired and I wanted to record yesterday and I wanted to figure out, okay, I've said this and I've said that and where, where do I go from here? And so I was listening to one of my own podcasts and I'll be honest with you. I hated myself. I hated it. And I shouldn't hate it because truthfully, I believe, you know, if you're doing good work and your intentions are pure, uh, you can never be wrong, you know, but that doesn't mean that you feel cool. Um, I think the big problem, you know, with this format is you start comparing yourself to your previous work. uh, You start, you know comparing yourself to Joe Rogan and uh, you start comparing yourself to all the podcasters out there. And while I do believe I have a pretty good radio voice um, when I'm doing this, um, this is not me being Mr. Radio guy. This is me just trying to be a real person. And so I got really self-conscious. You guys like I felt like I wasn't being helpful enough. And, and, and then I felt like my helpfulness was turning into some Dr. Field, bullshit you know (laughs) you know what i mean like i was just feeling so like what am i turning into one of those self-help gurus you know oh i made a noise there i'll edit that out um there's there's just it's so easy these days to just be hyper critical of yourself and i thought this would be a great time with my wife to uh just introduce uh the topic of self-confidence self-esteem self-assessment and, uh, you know, where to draw the line because it's just so easy, you guys, to just, you know, be overly critical of yourself. Um, and, and really, you know, that's why a lot of people who are in radio, who are on TV, uh, actors and uh, comedians, they don't watch themselves because it makes them so self-conscious. And uh, the only reason why I do it is because I'm in love with myself. No, I do it because um, I'm trying to figure out, OK, where am I going from here? What's the natural progression? What's the next episode going to be about? And I really do think that this episode, I, I just wanted to tackle self-esteem and self-confidence and, uh you know, uh, that kind of goes into shame and guilt. Um, And and if you think about it, we are a Judeo-Christian society. No matter what your beliefs are, um, being in a Judeo-Christian society, um, there is no uh, lacking of guilt and shame in our culture. You know, we're becoming a society that, you know, is becoming, you know, we're, I think we're, bettering ourselves as a culture in a lot of ways. Um, You know, again, I I always think of like, um, clean it up with the dirty feel, you know, that's that Soundgarden song. And I'm sorry if you guys don't like Chris Cornell, but if you don't like Chris Cornell, you can't watch my channel anyway. No, Um, but it's like, you want to be legit, you know, you want to feel cool. You want your voice to sound perfect and awesome and I guess when I'm being myself and I'm being uh just candid I start to feel like I'm being overly sensitive and and then that makes me feel like I'm not being butch enough and so I have to watch my own sense of like how cool I think I am you know and because it's so it gets so easy to just feel like well here's my man card I'm turning turning it in cuz I'm not manly anymore bye and then you walk away in shame because it just feels that way, you know. You, you, we, uh, you know. I, I, my last episode, I talked about forgiveness and forgiving yourself, and so yeah, I forgave myself. I wrote a little something on my Instagram about how I, I hated my last episode, and you know, I re-listened to it again today af- after having got more sleep, and I liked it. It's good, you know. I, I, I'm trying to be conversational. I'm trying to be down to earth. Um, I want to talk about things that most people don't have the courage to talk about in our culture. And so I like the fact that I'm, you know, being, uh, you know, just myself, but I also want to sound good. I want to have that great, crisp radio voice. I want to sound like I have a really deep, booming voice, you know, like my, uh, my, my former boss, Pepper Daniels. You know, he's got that really deep voice that you just want. You just want that. Smooth as butter, smooth as silk, buttery voice, um, and sometimes I just get overly excited and uh, I lose that that coolness, and that and that's the thing is I, you know I guess that's where we're at in our culture today. I think everybody wants to be cool, everybody wants to be hip and fit, and um, and so when you're being yourself and you you <clears throat> you feel like you're overexposed, you know. Um, I, I don't have a problem putting myself out there, but then every once in a while I get these just um, feelings where I I'm like, oh man, I'm I'm out there, man, I'm really out there. <laughs> wow, everybody can see my junk. <laughs> uh, but anyways, uh, yeah, and I wanted to bring Rebecca on today. Have I introduced you yet? Yes, you did. Okay, I thought so. Um, but I wanted to bring her on because she has always struggled with um, you know shyness, but But at the same time, my wife is, uh, she has a degree in dance. Like, (laughs) literally, yeah, yeah, literally, she has a degree in dance. And so she used to dance and perform all the time. And it's so funny to me to know my wife is such an introvert and to to think of her performing on stage. uh, What was that like?
1: It was very nerve wracking. It's definitely hard to put yourself out there and be in front of people. You have to kind of forget that there are all these people watching you. But it was really strange. I, As part of the dance degree, I had to take a drama class. And it was hell. Even though it was a small class, a small group of people, I hate getting up in front of people and talking. I can dance, but I hate talking in front of people. And I hated the acting and I hated the drama. But dance was just totally different. Maybe because I wasn't having to talk. It was just expressing myself through movement. Right. But it's it's kind of strange that I couldn't talk to people, couldn't talk in front of people, but I could dance.
0: Yeah, I totally know what you mean. Um, sorry, I had to pause there because uh, the pen I was playing with and fidgeting with uh, broke and ink went everywhere. And I was, like, listening to my wife and I was very interested, but then I had ink everywhere. <laughs> so I had to pause. And then I fed my cat, too. So if you hear crunching in the background... Uh, you know we don't we don't have the fancy studios like Joe Rogan, um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah I, I totally know what you mean, babe. About um, you know is there how do you, how did you do it? How did you do it back then? I mean because I see you today, and I mean you definitely have in the last twelve years. <laughs> I got it wrong last time, so uh, in the last twelve years, you know that I've known you. Um, You know, you have really come out of your shell a lot. You know, you've become definitely more, uh, opinionated and vocal about those opinions. And I'm glad because frankly, I I get tired of like shy people getting, you know, railroaded and run over by, um, people who are just constant talkers, you know, um, like myself. Uh, but, but how did you, how did you manage to, um, be so introverted and shy and then allow yourself to go out and perform in front of an audience.
1: Honestly, it might've been kind of like a disassociation type of thing. It it Mm -hmm. wasn't, it didn't feel like it was, it wasn't me putting myself out there talking my personality. It was choreography. It was movement. It was something Mm -hmm. that I learned from someone else. Right. It was performance.
0: Yeah. I think, yeah, I get that because, you know, when I was doing radio, Um, I felt it was like um, my, like I talked about comedy, you know, it was my id and my, my super ego was out there. And that's the side of you. That's like, Hey, how's it going? And you're just real excited and you're here to perform. And I'm going to talk to you like this the whole time. And we're going to just have a great time. And, you know, and that's, that was an act, if you will. And, and it was totally fake. And everybody in radio knows, I mean, I, I, you know, I remember, when I was in radio, um, my friend was DJing one day, and uh, he was like saying the weather, and he, you know he was he 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 was looking at the widget on his computer. He's like, "It's going to be seventy two degrees today," and blah blah blah. And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like the radio person, I you know you think that they're looking at the wire, you think they're looking at like something official and he's giving you the the freaking weather based on looking at a stupid widget on a computer you know and i just it really opened my eyes um to the difference between um tv radio and real life because anybody who's in it will tell you that um it'll make you a little bit jaded because there's such a line between uh reality and fiction and you know I wouldn't say that they're lying to you, you know, but there's definitely a performance to radio and a performance to uh, dance and and uh, any any performance art is sort of an act, and you're not really being your entire self. You're just being mostly yourself. And uh, I have a burp. Why don't you say something, babe? something, babe. Okay, thank you. Um, So I had a burp there, and, uh, you know, this is just being real, you know. Um, But that's where, uh, you know, I wanted to talk about, um, you know, self-esteem and self-awareness because, you know, when I was listening to my podcast, um, you know, I, I was, like, criticizing myself because I didn't feel butch enough and masculine enough. Um, I didn't like my voice, you know, I wanted it to sound deeper and more buttery, you know, and, <clears throat> and, uh, <clears throat> see, <clears throat> here I go. <clears throat> Excuse me, you guys. Um, but that's, that's the difference between doing a podcast and doing radio is that, yeah, I mean, someday I would love for some radio person to see that I'm good at, good at this. And, you know, you know, Hey, you want to, you want a job, come out to Cincinnati, WKRP in Cincinnati, (laughs) and you can be Johnny fever. Heck yeah. Um, so I, I have those dreams of making it of course, but I, I know that I'm just one of 800,000 podcasts and, um, I want this to be meaningful and I want it to be real and I want you guys to get something from this. And so I was starting to feel like, um, Maybe I was trying too hard at the self-help guru aspect of it. like I was starting to feel like a, a cracked out Dr. Phil, you know. <laughs> and and so yeah, this is a perfect day to like talk about and be very candid about it. you know, um, I I'm not an insecure person. like that's the, the one good thing is um, I was never a jealous person, you know, with you or with my ex. Or, or, you know, I, I don't get jealous easily, thankfully, but um and I don't really care about what people think of me, really. And I think that's almost to a detriment because like when I'm at jobs, I'm like, well, fuck you, you know, this is me, you know, and 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 because I'm so uncompromising about who I really am, um, I didn't want to put on any kind of act or air. And as a result, sometimes you get into a little bit of trouble because you're, you are too much yourself, and uh, so I've always had trouble reeling myself back in. Um, but um, yeah, I was just feeling very insecure yesterday. Um, I, 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 you know, and I felt, you know, I really felt like um, my voice wasn't matching up to my intentions. Like I really wanted, I want this to be for empaths and people who are more sensitive and gentle, those gentle souls out there, to feel like I'm your Bob Ross, and and I'm one of you, and I want you to relate to me. And I want you to understand that I'm here for you guys. And I felt like I was either breaking into radio voice or I was being um, maybe too sensitive, or maybe I was just trying too hard. It just, I don't know. I was, I, I felt, I felt weird about myself. And, um, and yet today, when I woke up, I, I played my latest episode, just a few minutes of it to kind of go over it. And uh, I felt like, no, no, you're fine. You're fine. Relax. You know, um, because I, I don't, I'm not trying to be like a, like a self help guru, like those you know Jay Shetty and Tony Robbins and all those people who are making millions of dollars. Being because I, honestly, the reason why those people annoy me <clears throat> is because they're full of shit. Like they're just so fake. It's like it's so generic. You, can't, I can't take your advice. I live in a mobile home park. We have real jobs, you know, like I can't take your rich boy advice, sitting there recording off off of the beaches of Cancun with your mojito, you know?
1: And it feels like a huge ego thing with those kind of people. It does. It's not like they really want to help people. They just want. Yeah. To push themselves on everyone.
0: That's what it feels like to me. Like they're hawking their next book or they're hawking their next self-help tape or they're, you know, just um, putting on an air of, of perfection. And, and that's, you know, I want people to be confident and I want people to have confidence, but that's what I mean when I, you know, when you read my description in my podcast about, uh, I call this a sociopathic world. Um, you know, I don't want people to get the wrong idea that I'm, a, you know, like I'm Mr. Anti-Capitalism or a, I'm Mr. Um, Anti-Society. Um, I just mean that there's that generic world out there and then there's the real world. And some are in between, that that tv world and and the real world um you know that's why like you know like sitcoms always bugged me because they were never about poor people it was always like rich people that have a perfect house and you know that's why i liked roseanne so much back in the day and even this new one was pretty good um because they're super poor and they super don't give a fuck and that might annoy some people. Like I know that comes off a little brash for some folks. Um, and that's where I thought I was being a little brash, you know, like, and that's, you know, cause when I, when I talk about like comedy, when I go on stage, that's like a version of myself. That's like me cranked to 11, you know, like spinal tap. I'm, I'm cranked to 11, <laughs> um, you know, and that's the me that's all super ego and id. it's like my, my wild streak, my wild side, my more free-spirited side. Um, but the real me here at home, yeah, I'm. I'm. You can attest. I mean, would you call me an extrovert or an introvert or what?
1: I wouldn't characterize you as an ext. Well, maybe of a, a low-level <clears throat> extrovert.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Kind of in between.
0: Would you yeah. say? Yeah. Would you say that um, that I've changed over time? Like, have I been become more introverted over time or less?
1: I think you've stayed pretty consistent. Yeah, I don't think, I haven't seen much of a change. So am
0: I an ambivert, would you say?
1: I think that's a good way to put it. It's yeah. a good term. Yeah. yeah.
0: And I, it's just that I care. I care about putting out good content. And, you know, I, I don't want to be fake. And sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm kind of pushing an agenda or pushing myself too much. And I think that's the thing about this very concept is that you're doing this to make friends and you're doing this to with pure intentions and uh those are our birds outside uh they oh man we have a a tree right outside the house here and uh my wife takes care of them with the suet and stuff and they are so noisy so if you hear birds just you know think of it as your preset you know your it's your uh ah, it's the bird channel it's
1: the woodpeckers and the blue jays
0: The woodpeckers and the blue jays with Brian Russell and Rebecca. (laughs) Uh, But I, um, I, 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 yeah, I was feeling super self-conscious and because I want this to be helpful to you guys. And I want to come off like a, like a perfect person. But the truth is, is I'm a hot fucking mess, you know, (laughs) like, and, and we didn't even shower today. Like we're sitting here in our hobo clothes.
1: <laughs> You're definitely hoboed out. Right? Yeah.
0: My wife was off today and I, I thought this was just a great opportunity to keep it real with you guys because, um, I want to be helpful and I want sensitive people and people that are struggling with their self esteem to get something from this. And so when I'm feeling overly confident, I feel like I'm alienating my, my gentle bunch. And when I'm feeling overly genteel, uh, I feel like I'm alienating my masculine bunch. And so like, it's like you're trying to make everybody happy all at once. And I just don't know if you can do that. You know, it's just not a real thing. Like you're always going to upset somebody, especially, you know, like I was talking about is you're always going to, you're, you're, you're always somebody, you're the enemy in everyone's story, in somebody's story. Like, somebody's going to hate you even if you try your best to be a good person. And and so at, at, at a certain point, you just have to give up on trying to please everybody. Um, but but self-confidence for me is about like being free spirited. I want to be myself and I want to be free spirited. And sometimes when I get into those irreverent moods, um, yeah, I've lost friends for, for it, you know? And it's so unfortunate because... I, I think in our culture we're just so quick to judge and and decide we throw we throw away people on Facebook like we throw away trash like oh they're done bye and it's, I don't know it's just very unfortunate I, because we've you you know we we Rebecca and I lost a good friend um just a few months ago uh, just simply because um she's a Jehovah's witness and she, they're not allowed to take any um oh my god i did it again i'm such a yes, rookie i am such a rook
1: you know better by now you
0: would think um but she she you know i don't have anything against anyone of any religion and you guys should know by now that this is a a judgment-free zone that like if you're black or white or indian i don't care like if you're religious fine great be religious you know Um, I'm not a super religious person, but I am a spiritual person. And so, um, I relate to people of all sides. I can relate to people who want to be more conservative. I can relate to people who want to be more liberal and I relate to free spiritedness and I relate to people who want to be more practical and pragmatic. And so because of that, um, like when I was in high school, I was one of those kids that got along with the stoners and the surfers and, The the dorky kids and the the jocks. I was just one of those guys that got just fit right in there, man. Like the dude, you know. I just just fit right in there, you know. And um, but yeah, it's just. But I do get those bouts of insecurity where I I feel, you know, silly. I feel stupid. Do you? Do you ever feel like that?
1: Absolutely, not as much as I used to. Since I've gotten older, it does has gotten better. But
0: yeah, do
1: you feel conscious some
0: days? Right. Do you feel like that at work? Not really. Yeah,
1: it's real. It's like I have my work persona. I'm at the customer service desk, and I'm like Miss Customer Service. But yeah, so it's it is an act for me at work, definitely. Right, Even right. Even though I I relate to people and I like talking to people, but at the same time, I hate talking to people. So it's it's definitely an act at work for me.
0: Yeah, because Rebecca is one of the nicest people ever, and yet she calls herself a misanthrope because. <laughs> Basically, fuck people, you know, and that's the thing. Is Rebecca and I? We love all people, but you know, it just society is becoming so um, off the rails.
1: I like people and hate society.
0: Yeah, that's well, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, and that's what I was kind of talking about in my former podcast, in a previous podcast about you know I love people, but I hate society because I. I it's not that I just like blindly hate people. There's always a reason. Um, for, for my, my dislike and I don't, I use the word hate. I don't, I don't really hate anyone. I just mean that, you know, that dislike of people I'm making a bunch of noise here. Sorry guys. Um, my, my, my splitter is hitting the mic there. I think I got it. Um, but yeah, it's just, um, because I do like people and I do want to help people. And like I said, I'm trying to turn a new leaf where I have a greater attitude of gratitude. Um, but I'm not super religious, and religion gives people strength beyond strength when they don't feel like they have it themselves. They feel like Jesus is their pilot, and that whether that's real or imagined. And I'm not trying to pick on religion because believe me, I was a born again Christian for a long time, and it gives you that strength when you don't have it yourself. You feel like you're borrowing strength from the Lord, or you're borrowing strength from Jesus, or or you're just you're you're. It just makes you better. And people seem to succeed in life who are more spiritual or who who are guided by a, some, a higher power. And so, um, you know, being sort of an agnostic uh, slash atheist slash spiritual slash, I, I just don't know what I am right now. You know, I, I don't necessarily believe that God is helping me, um, but I don't necessarily believe that anybody's trying to hurt me. You know, but I do believe that the people who make it in this society are the ones who have strength beyond strength, who have a higher purpose or a higher or are held, you know, uh, getting help from a higher power. And so I want to be that person. um, And yet I don't, you know, like I haven't yet got my Ed McMahon check, so I don't feel like an abundance of help is being received by God or anybody. So it's like, you know, it's that. It's. It's. I want to be guided by a higher purpose, though, and so that's what I'm trying to do here. Is trying to create a um, a strength beyond strength, as Pantera would say. Uh, that that you just you have this omnipresent strength, and you don't care what other people think of you, um, and you don't care what um, society says. And you know they say it's like dancing uh, with the curtains open. You know, dancing naked with the curtains open. Don't care. Um, and that, and that, and I wrote this down. I have a a post-it note right here that says, "Britney Spears, uh, then insecurity, and then shame and guilt, and then self-esteem and self-confidence." And I, I, I I'm on the Instagram, and I, I follow Britney Spears. Um, I, I don't care for her music, although it it's pretty good sometimes. You know, oops, I did it again. That's classic. <laughs> but what I like about Britney is that you know, remember she lost her shit there, and she shaved her head, and Like she was losing it, you know, and, um, you know, I think she was doing drugs and alcohol and junk and then she went through rehab and then she reimagined herself. And today, you know, she's not the Brittany of of yesterday where she was like super famous and fit. I mean, she's still famous and she's still fit and she still looks great. Don't get me wrong. Um, But what I like about her today is she's like, yeah, I got a pooch bitch and I'm still (laughs) dancing, you know. Yeah, I don't know. There's just something about that that's very empowering to me.
1: And I think a lot of that comes with age.
0: Yeah. You, you just right.
1: start to give less of a shit what other people think. Yeah. you just going to be yourself. And, yeah, and that's definitely been the case for me. I was so shy and cared so much what people thought when I was younger. And now I I don't care. I used to wear makeup because I felt like I had to hide my face. Now I just wear it because it's fun. <clears> and <throat> if I don't wear it one day fine. I like how I look. I'm fine. That's my face. Deal with it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And age, yeah, has a lot to do with that.
0: Yeah, I was I was never really self-conscious about my looks, although I grew up um, very self-conscious about my nose because I have a broad nose. And so I whenever I smiled, it would get really wide. And I'd be like, uh, you know, so then I wouldn't smile. And and now I'm just like, hey, I'll, yeah, I got big nostrils. <laughs> sniffy you with you know i don't care like and that's you know yeah getting older it does it 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 gives you a sense of who gives a shitism, and it you know i don't know if it necessarily makes you more confident but it definitely makes you more um just not give a shit and and that's where my self-confidence comes from it comes from like an overabundance of fuck you Like, (laughs) who the fuck are you? You know, and I, but, and yet I, I'm trying to be like this helpful person and I'm trying to be this balanced uh, individual that's responsible and uh, that gives good advice and has the right amount of self-esteem and not too much. And, and so yesterday, you know, I was feeling like um, I was alienating my, my empath audience because I was being too brash or at least my voice sounded too brash. Um, And, and so, yeah, like. I feel like I'm. People are tuning out because I'm not great yet. And, see, and that's the thing about this whole experience is that this this takes. You know, there's a learning curve to all this. I mean, two weeks ago, I barely knew how to edit, and I was teaching myself how to edit. And, um, I you know, I I I hated I hate my voice sometimes, and I want it to be like smoother and more crisp and more perfect. And, um, but now, but then, like. I don't want to slip into radio voice. And so it's like, I feel like I'm trying to maintain that balance. But by doing so, I'm alienating one group or another. And I want this to be perfect for everybody. You know.
1: just have to be yourself. And yeah. to bring up Chris Cornell again, be yourself. It's all that you can do. That's Isn't that right. Audio Slave song.
0: Yeah. Be yourself is all that we can do. That's you better right. Better
1: stop for copyright.
0: Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Vicki Cornell might get me. Um, anyway, but. Yeah, it's just, and that's what I like about Britney Spears now is that she's older. Um, you know, uh, she 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 dances in all these videos, and um, she still looks great. You know, um, but she's not she's not afraid to be herself, and um, I think that's you know, like Whitney Cummings. She's a famous comedian. I mean, half the time you go on her Instagram, like there's a boob popping out, or there's you know, she's she's very comfortable with her body, and and um, While I was never, I was never confident with my body per se. Um, like I said, I, I grew up, uh, very insecure about like my nose. And, um, and then I got insecure for a time because all my friends had really hairy arms and legs and I didn't because I'm Scottish. (laughs) And so I was like insecure that I didn't have hairy enough legs and that wasn't, that didn't make me masculine enough. And, um, you know, and then there was a period, uh, where I was in my fit into my fitness and, if I wasn't working out enough, like I didn't think my arms were big enough. So I wouldn't wear like sleeveless shirts and like my, it was so bad that like I had female friends making fun of the fact that I would pretend to be jacked. Like I, I carried myself like I was jacked, but I wasn't jacked. <laughs> and it's like, God, we were such fools in those days, you know, yes,
1: we were, you know, I was a size two and thought I was fat Ugh. and now I'm fluffy and I just don't care.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Just- yeah. Yeah. And well, yeah, and that's you know, and that's the thing about you. Know, like when I talk about fitness and 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 you know, giving yourself a break, and um, where do you draw the line? Is that yeah, you you don't need to, you you don't need to be overly harsh to yourself. Um, hold yourself to the to a good standard, but don't hold yourself to a societal standard. Because and that's what I think what I'm doing is like, well, I don't sound as cool as Joe Rogan. Well, no offense to Joe Rogan, but <laughs> even Joe Rogan can't live up to Joe Rogan, you know?
1: No, but yeah, that's exactly it. Just be yourself.
0: Like, like, here, I'm Joe Rogan, and I'm I'm doing the splits. Like, like he's super fit, and, you know, that's when I have to remind myself, yeah, well, I'm, I'm taller than you, shorty. Like, <laughs> he's rich, and he's got a cool dog, and he, he he moved to Austin, and his show's still doing well. Like, and, and that's the thing. Like, don't compare yourself to that celebrity zeitgeist
1: no even those people aren't those people all the
0: time right right that's what i like about like kevin smith is like he's he's super you know uh, realistic and into himself uh you know like just super at ease with himself and um you know he, he talks about like you know having a short man's complex and junk like that it's like and that's the thing like we really have to uh get rid of this idea that we have to be good enough for everybody
1: yourself
0: a break yeah yeah exactly and um i i just um I, you know yeah every time like there's a lull or a quiet period in the podcast i'm like oh no i gotta fill the air i have to i have to fill the time and i have to be super helpful and um no i'm done bye <laughs> <laughs> fuck you guys i got a self-care today no no i'm kidding i'm kidding no I, I really do care about putting out good content um to the point where i i care too much and so now i'm i'm having to like um gut check myself and say brian it's okay you don't have to be happy you only have to be happy with yourself and you have to put out good content and if you think you're putting out good content it doesn't have to be perfect it doesn't have to sound perfect and and so that's why i don't edit out um certain sounds um i do have a decent uh setup here um i don't have to you know i don't have to fake it you know um occasionally i feel like i have to burp during this and (laughs) you know i probably won't burp in your ear there but um i I just i want to be like totally for real and um i i just i i want you guys to understand that even us people that are putting ourselves out there every day, you know, um, they, we go through the same, uh, insecurities. Um, you know, that this would be a great time to talk about celebrityism. Um, so, so when you're live trying to live up to, uh, the, the celebrity zeitgeist, you know, um, there's people out there, you know, like The Rock and, uh, Dave Batista who are super fit, Joe Rogan, you know, um, and they look super cool all the time, and that's the thing—like that we fail to realize sometimes—is that you're watching a movie where they got to, you know, work out for months beforehand. They got, you know, guys that can darken their abs. <laughs> they got every every professional uh, tool in their in their arsenal to make them look good and feel good. They have they can rehearse over multiple takes. You know, I don't have that. You know,
1: working out and being fit is their job. Yeah, that's what they do. They don't exactly. have to work it in between work and family and real mm-hmm. you know, life that is their life. That's
0: their whole job exactly. And 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 I like, you know, I, you know, I was going to talk about celebrityism and sometimes celebrityism can be too much where, you know, like um, and I'm sorry if you guys are into these things, uh, you know, but like the Kardashians are celebrating their 20 years on air.
1: Like I've never watched a single episode.
0: I haven't either. No, I've seen cl- snippets. Clips, yeah, yeah, um, and and I'm not against like I'm sure that, that there's something I'm missing. Like, so it's not about like I'm not trying to pick on anyone, um, but but that celebrity zeitgeist where you can earn millions of dollars just by being a Jenner and having you know handmade handbags made in China probably, mm-hmm. <laughs> by like. like uh, 13 year old kids. <laughs> Probably. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just so very hard, you know, cause we, we, people are natural people pleasers. We want to be liked. We want to be cool. We want to be attractive and hip and relevant. Um, at the same time, we don't want to care too much. And so, um, yeah, I find myself like not caring to the point where I'm like, well, maybe I should start caring more. <laughs> you know, because I get, yeah, like on Facebook, I think that's why like people, um, barely see my content on there anymore because when I'm going through a depression spell, I speak my mind and then everybody thinks that's who you are. Like, and that's, that's the point I was trying to make in a, in a previous episode is that, um, you know, there is more to me than this one thing you're seeing, you know, we humans are, um, you know, we're not, just one thing. We're not a character. We're, we're not a, we are, we are not the main show. There's a huge world out there and we're just this little sliver of that. And we're all trying to be liked and we're all trying to be loved. And we're, we all want, you know, to be forgiven. And we all want people to think that we're great at our job. And so, yeah, there's probably people who listen to my podcast and I'm him and Han, and they're like, fuck this guy. This, this isn't polished. And it's like, well, sorry, that's not what I'm trying to put out here, you know, and that's exactly why I want to do my written content, because I want to be able to p- put on that radio voice and be that velveteen smoothness and be perfect so that I can show you guys that, yes, I did actually do a real radio, you know, because if I was doing, <clears throat> for example, uh, uh, an audio book, um, you would have several takes and you can do certain things to your voice and you can warm up and, you know, you have just all this time to get it right. Where here, I want this to be about the human condition. And I want it to be real. And I wanted to bring you on because you're one of the most real person people I know, you know. And, um, like, I, I like to think that I'm a very for real person. Um, but, yeah, I'm unlike, like, I get heavy-handed about my realism. Where I'm, like, flippant about who i am and then everybody's like oh he's too much like and it's like and that's where i get insecure on this podcast because i want to be mature but i also want to be fun and so like i'm always trying to be that people pleaser what do you do you have that
1: yeah not as much as i used to but Mm -hmm. i definitely feel it for sure you want Mm -hmm. people to like you you want to be seen as someone positive that people can look up to yeah but it's hard and you just can't put on an act all the time and it's
0: <clears throat> mm-hmm. yeah
1: to come to that realization.
0: Yeah, that's that's exactly it. Like celebrities, um, you know, they a lot of them are very down to earth and I'm very thankful for that. You know, like the way I see some celebrities is that sometimes celebrityism can get to be too much where they're just making way too much money and um they always have to distance themselves from regular people because they don't know whether or not they can trust regular people because are they going to get hurt? Are they going to, you know, somebody try to take their money? Is someone going to try to hurt them? You know, so they have, they stay within their own tribes, you know, and, and that's where, um, you know, elitism comes from because, you know, we all want to be elite. We all want to be working at a high level. Um, but at the same time, we don't want to be elitist. And, and elitism for me is like people who, um, who think that they're all operating at this super sophisticated level and, they don't realize how it it comes off to other people like it's it comes off fake, you know um like i I like uh you know uh a lot of celebrities, I think a lot of people are doing good work, especially now that we're in the age of uh social media where you can see what people are really like, you know, and they they put out little videos of themselves and um it's just very real and very down to earth but yeah, I find myself comparing myself to that perfectionist society especially having grown up in california you know i said that on my last podcast that growing up in california you don't even realize it but you're trying to live a california lifestyle and it's like and then you know some a lot of people from california who don't have a lot of money they look to move to another state and so a lot of people move to uh, oregon and oregonians fucking hate californians they hate us And I'm so sorry because, like, I'm trying to, I I go out of my way to show people, like, that I'm into hiking and that I'm into fishing and that I'm I'm not here to take your jobs. I'm I'm broke as a joke. I don't have, like, any ulterior motives. I'm not trying to raise the cost of living for you Um, because I I think what happens is a lot of, um, uh, uh, not celebrities, but just kind of well-to-do people in L.A., um, and that's the problem with wealth sometimes. You know, the people from LA, they move to Portland, Oregon, and they pay a fraction of the cost. And then it, it raises the cost of living there. And then, um, there's just a lot of division and divisiveness up there. And, and now, especially with, uh, uh all the protests and stuff that went on there. Um, and then you've got, of course, Trump and, uh, Fox News trying to like label Seattle and Portland as these like, failed experiments these failed cities it's like no they're not failed they're just people are tired of being broke and they're tired of working at target you know like i, I don't know how to you know say it enough uh, people are just sick and tired of working those regular joe jobs because like for example my wife i won't see where say where but um she's having a hard time right now because they're having trouble getting new people uh to, to come on to their to that to their job because um, the starting pay is like nine dollars an hour. Is that what it is? I think it's minimum wage,
1: whatever minimum wage is here. Yeah. And there's regular raises, but if when you're starting out, you need to be able to survive when you're starting out and they don't pay a very good wage at the beginning.
0: Right. So what happens is nobody stays long enough to to to, to get paid enough for it to be worth their while. And so um, you have a lot of like senior people who've been there five years or more. And then you have a lot of new people that like, you don't even bother to get to know their name because you know, they're not going to stick around. And that's how I felt at Lowe's. Like, and we we all want to be nice people. Like my wife is a genuinely good hearted person, but like, she'll literally tell you, like when she was a, a, a medical assistant, that um, she wouldn't even bother to get to know some of these new people's names because they weren't going to last.
1: Yeah. Those medical assisting jobs and where I'm working now, It's if they're there for a few months, then you maybe start to be nice.
0: And right. start to learn their names. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, and that's, and that's what's so hard for me is going out there, being older with my experience. Um, I feel like, why should I have to try so hard? Why... I mean, dude, you can see my resume. You can see my experience. Why am I trying so hard for a job that I'm literally going to hate in about five minutes? Like, and so that I want to talk about that in a different podcast. I want to talk about capitalism and and jobs and job growth. And how do we fix this society to where um, regular people feel like they're being represented and that they're making good money? And, you know, and then we can talk in. The good and the bad about this kind of economy, because every I think a lot of people think that I'm going to be some like giant socialist. And it's like, no, I'm not just a, I, I want. I want capitalism to be compassionate and I want these businesses to do their part in paying their taxes and doing their part in contributing back to society. And if some of these uh, bigger companies just paid better, weren't so fucking greedy, um, I think more regular people would be willing to stick around you know so so yeah um this is um going into the the 45 minute uh mark do you feel like we we covered everything what was there anything that i forgot i don't
1: think so i think i said what i wanted to say
0: yeah i just you know this podcast if it's not for you i i'm sorry i'm trying to be as like Balanced as possible, and I want this to be fun for you guys. Um, but yeah, I was feeling very insecure, and I just thought this would be a great time to talk about it. Um, oh, uh Judeo-Christian society. We're a Judeo-Christian society, and Judeo Christians um are taught a lot of guilt and shame. And um, I, I know that uh back in the day uh when I was, you know, just trying to find my faith, um, before I became a um a Christian of sorts. Um, I read the book by Anton LaVey, that uh, satanic Bible. And no, guys, I'm not a Satanist. Uh, but I was reading it and, um, I was, I was just wondering what the heck it was about. Because when you think of Satanism, you think of like evil and, you know, animal sacrifices. Well, his form of Satanism, he, he talks about it being, um, like it's okay to be greedy. It's okay to like go out and do your own thing. It's okay to have sexuality. It's okay, you know. And while I think Aunt Louvet is sort of hype, you know, um, I, I I was understanding where he was coming from because when you look at like um, like mega churches, for example, like Joel Osteen, like I used to listen to his sermons and I like I like him as a person, um, but then when you see like um, <clears throat> when they were having uh, rainstorms really bad storms. Um, the mega church wouldn't even let people in because they had just got new carpet. It's like, you realize that like this guy, yeah, I'd be happy too if I was a fucking Gozillionaire, you know, like they're, they're like, they're like pro capitalism. And while I don't think that's necessarily bad, the whole point of being, you know, Christian and, and, and loving Jesus is that Jesus was like, First of all he was a Jew and so I don't understand why Christians have a hard time with Jews but he was trying to teach people humility and teach people to um to share and to teach people um you know like uh, the the meek shall inherit the earth and uh, I just don't know if that's true and I hope I hope that it is true but um that's where I have a problem with the Republican party today sorry conservatives I'm not trying to pick on you but uh, you know, Donald Trump brought out the worst qualities of religion in Christians, and brought out the worst qualities of of Republicanism because it was like we we, we like our Jesus, but we also like our guns, but we also like hurting people a lot. Like I'm not, I'm 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 just I'm trying to find the part where they're Christian. You know, like you say you're Christian, and you say you believe in God, and that you have faith. And yet, you're always railing on people, and you're always hurting people, and you're always making—they're always making decisions that hurt poor people. And I'm sorry, it doesn't go both ways. And so that's—that's that's my biggest problem with religion. It's not that people, because people who get faith out of it and have have a sense of community, I really want people to be happy and and have faith if that helps. Um, but it, to me, it's—it's it's feeling like it's a tax-free ruse. Like, it's a tax scheme, and because they don't have to pay taxes, and a lot of them are getting rich, and then a lot of them become Trump supporters. Not all of them, of course, but a lot of these like evangelicals are Trump supporters, and then you start to see the social fabric of these Republicans who are claiming to be good Christians, but then who are also, they hate brown people, and yet Jesus was brown, and uh, hmm, I'm just starting to see the hypocrisy of religion these days and and I'm not picking on religion and I'm not picking on you guys. It's just we we need to start thinking about our society in broader terms. We need to you know, yes, we need to start accepting people for how they are, but I think I think I just nailed why everybody is becoming more hateful. It's that there's just too many people out there creating problems. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Anyway, self-esteem, you guys. Self-confidence. Um, I'm a people pleaser. I want to be perfect for you, but I just know that I'm not going to be. And, um, you know, I'm here. I'm unshowered. I got stank breath. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking my my monster energy drink. And uh, I, I forgot to turn off my uh, phone you know and so like am i an amateur now do i have to quit while i'm ahead you know i don't think so i think this is going to get better and better and better as we go on and i want this to be like total stream of consciousness because i honestly i want you guys to put your earbuds in and and just you know listen to uh somebody who's conversational who who's just like you i'm not better than you i'm not a celebrity um uh, I'm trying to attain balance just like you. I'm I'm trying to make uh, a little bit of money, um, but I don't want to do it the wrong way. I don't want to be one of those people that's like, <clears throat> yeah, I'm all for the people. And then I make, say I get some job in big radio and I make a bunch of money. And now <clears throat> I forget who I am. I'm not that person. I don't want to become that person. I want people to be incorruptible like my grandfather, you know, <clears throat> um, t- take over, babe. I got to drink something.
1: You can't just throw me in, into the wolves <laughs>
0: like that. <laughs> oh, excuse me, guys. <clears throat> I'm losing my voice. Um, but I think we've said quite enough today. Um, you know, be yourself is all that you can do. Um, you know, dance like nobody's watching. Um, you know, even if they are. Even if they are watching, yeah. Yeah, and that's how I have to take this, because I know, I know, like, Uh, friends of mine on Facebook are like, Hey, I'm going to listen to your podcast. And then I don't hear back from them. I'm like, Oh no, (laughs) they hate me. Like, you know, and I really do care, but I have to realize like, even if a handful of people don't get me or don't understand, I, I hope that, um, my genuineness is coming through. I hope you guys realize that this is a work in progress that I'm a work in progress. That you're a work in progress. And uh, you know, I just I want this to be real, man. I want this to be so, so very real. And I'm burping again. Mm, that's that's a perfect episode to burp. <clears throat> Excuse me. Oof, God. Wow. You I shouldn't, went there. I went there. <laughs> my wife is literally turning around, taking pictures of my cat. <laughs> okay, we've been we've said enough. We love you guys. Um, I may do one more episode this week, but I'm I'm running long, so we'll see. Uh I have written material for you guys. I I I usually write uh for my own therapy, um, and I want to write it and and say it for you guys because it's it's much more um condensed and it's much more to the point of my philosophy, philosophies about life. Um, but anyways, you can catch me twice a week, sometimes three times a week, here at on uh all the podcasts now uh, all the networks as uh, <laughs> Giuliani would say all the networks um but yeah you, i'm i mean i'm on google now i'm on apple i'm on uh, iheart radio i'm on all the big networks and uh, i'm on amazon idris thank you my dear i love you um rusty tractor you're the shit <laughs> um, yeah, those are my Instagram fans. Uh, but anyways, you guys, I love you so very much. I- I'm trying so very hard to be myself. And, uh, some days I'm going to be cranky and I'm going to be a dick and I'm going to come off brash. And other days I'm going to be like super gentle and anxious and, uh, just forgive me and I will forgive you. Um, this is a work in progress. I hope you guys get something from this. Uh, I'm not just trying to waste people's time. I really do care. Um, but yeah, I just want you guys to realize the takeaway here is be yourself. Uh, as you get older, um, you know, you can't help that your body's going to start changing. You're going to go through all these changes <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to develop breasts. No, wait, no, <laughs> you're going to develop Saggy boob. Uh, No, but um, it just, you know, I I care about what people think too. I know a lot of people don't think that I do, um, but there is more to me, like Batman says, um, you know, that I run the gamut from mature and sophisticated to very immature and very unsophisticated. And I guess I'm just trying to strike that perfect balance. So I don't know. Do you think, do you have any advice for me, babe, before we go?
1: No. Keep being yourself. I've said it a hundred times. But that's that's yeah. what I've learned as I've grown older. Just be yourself, and yeah, who cares what other people think?
0: Yeah, and if you have to fart, fucking fart, and blame it on the person <laughs> next to you. <laughs> Thank you, baby, for for uh, indulging me again. You're you're so good to me, and you're she's really good, and uh, I hope she gets famous for this but then again if she gets famous i get famous too that's scary uh anyway thank you guys so very much uh we will be back next week um i have a bunch of things in my brain that i want to put on to the old recorder for you and uh yeah just be yourself be good to each other and um uh, if you have any advice for me, um, cram it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> just be nice to me, please. I'm trying my best. Um, no, you, you guys, I love you. Live this. is. You got this one life. Live it like the best you possibly can. And uh, just be good to each other out there, guys. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. All right. Bye-bye.